Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. On today's episode, we are going to talk about manifesting love and how I met my husband. But this is not an episode just for those who wish to manifest love. The real topic of this episode is trusting and allowing desire versus need. As a way to begin, I will share with you that enrollment for my six-week experience money magnet, so it's a course, is still open and it is going to close in two days. So you still have time if you've been considering it. I just made a decision to release the grip and to stop talking about it on my social media. Now, why is that? And how does that relate to manifesting love? One of the principles to manifestation is trusting and allowing. Imagine yourself trying to grip water. It is impossible. Or imagine when you have a friend or a spouse or a partner or your kids or anybody that tells you, I need for this to happen right now. What is the reaction in your body when someone tells you that you need to do something right away and it needs to happen right now? I bet that you tense up, your head goes back a bit, and you're like, oh no, okay, maybe sometimes you have to do and you have to do what the person tells you. It's a boss or you know that you need to take care of something, but the reaction in your body and in your mind is probably that of, no, I'm gonna do things on my time. And honestly, that is how manifestation works. So I've been so excited in my heart about my course and launching has a deadline, right? There's a deadline. And so I have felt at times, not all the days, I have felt a self-imposed pressure to make a post that's really going to connect or to say this thing so people can see my light. And so I have throughout the 10 days or 12 days or 14 days, however long it's been, fallen in and out of allowing. And when you try to force something, so when you try to force someone to see your light or you try to encourage someone to hit the purchase button today, that's masculine energy and I'm able to recognize it, right? Because I know how manifesting works. And The truth is, I don't like that. I didn't like that feeling. I haven't liked those moments when I have found myself either trying to convince or trying to sell. And so thank goodness for awareness 
Because when I find myself in those moments, I kind of lean back, I kind of leave social media, I kind of go back and then I really work on myself because I know in my soul, I mean, I really feel that in my soul that what I have to share is so deep, so beautiful, so powerful, and that for the 10 souls thus far who have said yes, they are going to have the experience of their lives. This attachment that I've been feeling is normal because we all have ego, right? We're human. This is part of the human experience. And one of the promises that I made to myself when I started this podcast and when I started the new Instagram account talking about manifestation, one of the promises I made was really to be myself and to be honest, to not perform and to put on a show. I promised myself that I would allow myself to be vulnerable. And so I have to tell you right now, this is very vulnerable for me because there's absolutely the part of me that's like, oh my gosh, you know, yes, I wanted to manifest this course. And then I just had complete trust that everything was going to happen exactly the way that I was going to have it happen. And you know what? I want to launch the course when we are on vacation. So I booked a trip to Mexico and I couldn't stand the hotel. I really disliked it. And then just some stuff happened and it was like, okay, nothing, nothing is going the way that I want it to. And I'm like, I'm here for a spiritual journey. What is the lesson here, Barbie? And the lesson is trust. You need to let go. You need to trust that whoever is meant to hear this message, whoever is meant to be in your courses, they're going to find me. And I also ask myself, okay, well, what am I here to learn? And why is this happening? Right? The first time I didn't have I don't think I had like a, maybe like I had a one moment of like, hmm, I wonder, you know, what's going to happen. I didn't really have any expectations. And that is also the key. When we have a certain idea of how things are supposed to play out, we're trying to control, which is masculine, right? Masculine energy. So not that it's man, woman, but masculine energy versus allow. And so I realized that one of the lessons for me too is that when I will be teaching Money Magnet, which begins next Tuesday, September 27th, I am so in touch with this feeling of what it means on a very deep personal level to attach and not attach, what it means to trust and not trust, what it means to believe and not believe. And what will that do for my students? I've become in one week or two weeks, way more empathetic. I've become a lot more compassionate because I had to show that to myself. And the distance between the time that I used to have an insecurity or I doubted, the distance was really big because I've been so freaking confident. And then something happened and I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. What if I don't have as many people sign up as the last time? What if this? What if that? And like I said, that's when I realized I needed to take a step back and basically practice what I preach, which is allowing. That is why I want to talk about 
what it actually looks like when you manifest fluidly. And I've just given you an example of me and my launch process of manifesting. And I still have the results, right? I'm still going to impact, but it has felt like a freaking roller coaster in my heart, right? In my heart and in my mind. It's like my spirit and my ego. And I think that's so important to share because we often just see the highlight reels, people's highlight reels when it comes to business, when it comes to social media, or they're telling you about something that happened and it's so in the past. But what about when you are on the roller coaster? And why is that important? Because I know from speaking to so many people and coaching so many people throughout the years that people think that there's something wrong with them when they have doubt, when they have fear, when they are having trouble trusting, when they're too much in their masculine energy, when they're too much in their feminine energy, and then they think they're crazy. And so they give up. And so I'm here to tell you, you are not crazy. You are perfectly normal. And this is the process. When you're going to a next level of your life, when you're going through an evolution, which is what we're meant to do, the growth is going to feel difficult at times, right? It's going to feel challenging. And it's during these challenging moments that you really have to be kind to yourself and embrace yourself and talk to yourself and look for the support. And these are the things that I've had to do. Let's go ahead and talk about love and fluidless manifesting because it's a reminder also to myself how beautifully and seamlessly manifesting can work when you finally let go and what that looked like, what that looked like for me. People always ask me, how did you meet your husband? And I never really share the story, but the truth is I was really ready to bring love into my life, to call in love into my life. And before that, there was just, let's just say there was this like neediness in my heart, this belief that I had to force things to happen, to make things to happen. And I was like, it was just not pretty, you guys. And just like dating. And it's like, is this what it's supposed to be like? Is that what it's supposed to be like? And there's actually someone that I follow on social media right now. And I see her going through the dating process because she's talking about it a lot. And there's a part of me I can totally relate. And there's a part of me that just wants to say, girl, when it's supposed to happen, it's supposed to happen. And when you know, you know. And so I just got tired of trying to make things happen. I got tired of searching. And I read two books and one by Marianne Williamson called A Return to Love. I can't even tell you what the book is about. I just remember that it was a key book and I was trying to become love because even back then, this is 10 years ago, I knew that I had to emit a certain frequency. So I had to be love. I had to feel love in order to attract love. I had to love myself in order to attract love. And the way that manifesting works is that when we are needy and when we are clinging on, remember that analogy of trying to grasp water? The water escapes versus just, ooh, I just had a beautiful image of being a cup 
that allows itself to receive. Oh my God, that is so beautiful. (sighs) Can you just feel that with me right now? And so with my launch, I felt myself gripping water as opposed to allowing myself to be a cup to receive the enrollments. And so I'm a cup again because I've released the gripping. And I said, if I can't do this as a cup, I'm not going to do it, right? I'm going to take a step back and just allow myself to be a cup and receive. And so that's exactly what I did when I was ready to receive love. And so in the book, A Return to Love, I remember reading something. I remember exactly what it was, but I remember going to get coffee. And I remember this one particular time in Santa Monica when I was living there, I went to get coffee and I was like radiating love to the person on the other side, right? The barista or whatever. It wasn't Starbucks. So it was uh, the local coffee shop. So the person at the register and I was just radiating love. I was walking around trying to be love. I also understand that you can't try to be love, but You know, when you're working on embodying, when you're working on being, it is an effort in the beginning until eventually it just becomes second nature. It's like learning how to drive. And so I didn't know it at the time, but I was really preparing myself for love to be able to happen. But it really felt like an effort in the beginning. And so if my students in Money Magnet are listening to this, know that it's going to feel like an effort in the beginning and that eventually it's going to feel natural. And to all my listeners, when you're trying to call something into your life, sometimes it'll feel effortless and sometimes it won't. So I basically just let go. I stopped dating. I was ready, but I was just tired. I was tired of like trying. And I had an event coming up. It was Tony Robbins' Date with Destiny. Who knew that that was going to be such a fateful moment period in my life? And the year before, I had to cancel because I had a fever or something like that. I got sick, and so I wasn't able to go. And the truth is that I didn't really feel like going to this event in 2012, but I had paid, I don't remember, four or $5,000. It was a huge investment, and I had a friend that was going. And so I said, you know what? Okay, I'm going to go to Date with Destiny. It was in California. I lived in Santa Monica at the time, and so I showed up. And there was my friend, Jason, who was actually an ex-boyfriend, who showed up with Sagi. And I knew that Sagi was going to be there. And Sagi is a public figure. He's the body beast in Beachbody. And I knew that he was a celebrity. I was excited to meet him, but I really didn't think anything, you know. Once we got to connect, I saw him as a human being. And that's also why it worked. It clicked. But anyway, so we connected right away. And I remember going up to him and saying, hey, I'm Barbie Decker, right? That was my last name at the time. And he just looked at me like, okay. And then he he kept walking, right? Like he gave me like an empty look, like, okay, hi. And there were a lot of people and he wasn't with Jason at that moment, but I recognized him and he kept walking and I was like, cool. And then when I met up with Jason and Sagi a little bit later that day or another day, there was a day in Tony Robbins when I guess it was the day that you talk about relationships. 
And Tony Robbins was talking about masculine and feminine energy. And so you can be a woman who's very masculine in her energy. So masculine energy is driven, hard, firm, goal-oriented, logical, reasonable, action-oriented, linear. So all the hard things driven, that was definitely me. The feminine is soft, kind, about connection, like stormy, fluid, gentle, leaning back, allowing. That was absolutely not me. And so after that night, it was during dinner time and we were all in Jason's room. There were other, like, I think there was another girl that had gone there with Jason. And I said, am I masculine or feminine? And Sagi did not hesitate. And he was like, masculine like definitely masculine. And I was like, he didn't see it as a bad thing. He's like, I could see that he didn't see it as a bad thing, but I felt like a freaking dude, I think, you know? So I don't remember if it was the next day or that same day, there was a moment during the session with Tony Robbins where two things happened. Number one, there was a woman that he had called up on the stage for this masculine feminine segment. And she was very masculine. She was very hard. She looked like a woman. And I remember not thinking much. I didn't think she was pretty. I didn't think she was not pretty. I didn't think she was fit, not fit. Cause I was obsessed at the time with my body image. And Tony Robbins said something to her. And in the moment, the way that Tony Robbins does, he just knew exactly what to say and to reach her heart, it, which heart, open, soft, feminine. In that moment, I saw this woman transform. I saw her go from masculine. Ooh, I just got goosebumps. I saw her go from masculine to feminine in one second, in an instant, like this. And in that moment, I became feminine. Like I literally became feminine. And I was by myself. I wasn't hanging out with Sagi and the gang. And I just felt the transformation. I felt it so deeply. Talk about magical manifestation things some things are a process and it was a process right because I had been trying to find love for a few years but in that instant everything changed for me and I realized that I was enough that I didn't have to be prettier thinner more successful because I was always trying to prove myself and be more so that I could be I guess lovable and in that moment seeing this woman just be vulnerable and soft and feminine I realized that she was enough and through her transformation, I became transformed. And by the way, this is why a course, the course that I'm going to be teaching Money Magnet is going to be so powerful because as one person transforms, it's like a mirror to the other person and multiple transformations happen. So I went back to my room, Tony Robbins, if you've ever been to one of his events, he finishes at like two o'clock in the morning. And I was just like, oh my God, I feel different. And I went to bed, I woke up and I felt different and I felt beautiful and I felt feminine. And I had my coffee, even though I was exhausted, I went downstairs and I can see Sagi across the hotel convention. And he's looking at some machine, some device that Tony Robbins was promoting. One of the reps was there and he was wearing a white shirt. I tap him on the shoulder. I'm holding my coffee. He's holding his coffee. He turns around. I took his breath away. And he said, feminine. And that was it. That was the beginning 
of this whole love story. It just happened so quickly and it was just so clear. It was so palpable. It was so natural. And so what are the lessons? I guess there should be a part two to this, right? With the story, but that is an example of a moment where I went from masculine to feminine. I went from gripping water to releasing the expectation that I was going to meet my future life partner by 12, 12, 12, because I kept changing the date and I actually met him 12, 6 or 12, 7 in 2012. And I just released the expectation. I had no idea. I didn't go to Tony Robbins, date with destiny, trying to find a man. I went for my own personal development. I went to receive the knowledge, the wisdom that Tony Robbins had. And because I had released all the expectations, because I had just allowed myself to be and to be open to whatever experiences, and I knew what I wanted in my life because two days before, Tony Robbins had us work on our vision, which we'll also do in Money Magnet. Tony Robbins had us work in our vision, and I knew, and I have it somewhere on my phone, I don't want to search right now, but I knew that eventually, at some point, I didn't know when, I wanted to find a life partner that together we were going to be a force of change. And so my vision for my life and how I wanted to operate in the world were both very clear. So when I least expected to find love, I found love. So going back to the beginning of this conversation and timelines, when we set a deadline for something. And again, you know, sometimes in business, it can be difficult because, or you have to get something done, right? Something has to happen. And so with a launch, there was a clear beginning and a clear end. And my emotions of trying to grip water, right? Trying to make X, Y, Z happen by this or by that caught me by surprise. But the awareness allowed me to back off a little bit and to allow. And so I'm really grateful for the experience. I'm really grateful that I have a desire, even though I felt like wanting and, and I was grasping and needy at certain moments, that I had the flexibility. Like I didn't need this to happen in order to pay the bills, right? This is a passion project. And so it was a wonderful reminder for me to get back, do whatever I need to do to get back into the place of desiring versus needing, because I didn't need this, and to become a cup again. So today I feel this lightness I love that the image of the cup came to my mind and my heart and Bruce Lee just came to me. Be like water, right? Fluid. So not gripping the water, but be the water. But for me, my tagline is now be the cup. Be the cup instead of gripping the water. I hope that you found this episode enlightening. I hope that you are able to feel my heart in this episode because like I said, I know that a lot of people struggle with like, okay, well, how do you actually trust? How do you actually believe? And this is an example of believing, not believing, trusting, not trusting. What happens when you don't trust fully, when you're trying to force, when you're being too much in your masculine? And what happens when you allow trust? 
And I want to encourage you and say, this is the journey. You're going to have those moments with fluid manifesting. And you're going to have those moments where it feels like freaking molasses. It's all part of the human experience. And I would love to ask you, if you're really enjoying my episodes and my podcast, if you have not written a review, and if it's in your heart to write a review, I would love for you to do so. Why is that? You know, it works with the algorithm. And so more people would actually see my podcast. But in human design, which we'll talk about a different day, also I'm meant to react and respond, not react, to respond. And so reading your words and getting your feedback actually fuels me. And so I'm asking for that support. Oh my God, there I am being a cup again. I'm asking for that support. I'm being a cup and asking you to write a review if it's in your heart. I would absolutely love that. And once again, if you are ready to join Money Magnet, the link is in the show notes. And you know what? Because you're listening to this episode, the promo code for my podcast listeners is money 100. So one zero zero. All right. I will see you next week. I hope you have an amazing day and thank you for allowing me to share my heart with you. Did you love that episode or what? Make sure to leave me a review and let's connect over on Facebook in your empowered life community. I'll see you next time.